Well, good morning again, Grace City. Good morning again, Corey. It's great. We're going to just share a conversation this morning on this day after Christmas. Uh, hope you're tuned in with us. And we're still in our Advent series entitled Wonder. Uh, but today, Corey, we're going to wonder at this concept of community, wonder at community that God has created. Um, well, and here's the premise. If, if we are mature enough and grown up enough to, in our capacity to wonder at God mm-hmm. and faith and creation and all the things we've talked about this month, will, will we wonder about the people of God and the community that, that he has called us to be a part of? And the, the people of God, including their, their thoughts and their experiences and their joy and their pain and their wants and their needs, the community around us. Because I think that, Corey, that wonder uh, in God's economy encourages us to feel connected to one another. It moves us toward one another. It's sort of a blueprint for love, which is where we're headed today. Uh, on the night before he dies, Jesus teaches about our interconnectedness and our interdependence. All of it's designed in us by God. So this morning we find ourselves in the, uh, the farewell discourses of, of Jesus uh, in the later chapters of John. I'm going to bring uh, a verse from John 13. Corey, you're going to bring a verse from John 15. Um, And we'll have this conversation as we go along, and you ought to know, and you probably know, that Corey and I, through the years, have spent more than a few of these kinds of conversations about the Scripture. This is probably the first time we've done it on video. But here we are, so it's kind of fun. But let me start. Corey, so at the Last Supper, uh, just before Jesus would be pulled from his knees, he's in prayer, uh, he's arrested, tried, He's tortured. Eventually, he's executed. Just before all that happens, Jesus says this to his disciples. A new command I give you. Stay with that. A new command I give you. Love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. But here's the deal. That command wasn't new. The the way we read it, it it wasn't new. Jesus' teaching on love, which is at the very center of the gospel, Grace City, um, it stands on the teaching of, of Moses. In Matthew's gospel, as a matter of fact, Jesus told a lawyer when he asked the question that the greatest um, law is to love God and love your neighbor as yourself. And he's quoting uh, from Deuteronomy 6 and Leviticus 19. So it's not new. The command to love God, love neighbor, love yourself, is, 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 it wasn't new then. Right. It's not new now. So what is new is, is what I want to ask this morning and talk with you about on my side. Here, here it is. Here's what's new. When he says, just as I have loved you. That's what's new. You're to love as as you have been loved by me, Jesus says. As you have been loved by God, you are to love and be loved, give and receive, do justice, love mercy, show mercy. In other words, love is not just about me. It's not just about you, Grace City. It's about us. It's about we. That's what makes all the difference. That's what's new. That the way of love here then is the most is potentially the most revolutionary view of love we've ever seen. I mean, just look at the beginning of the chapter, I mean, in John 13, where Jesus washes the, defeat, the feet of his disciples. Yeah. This never happened in antiquity. It never happens. This is never done. The teacher doesn't wash the feet of his students. Right. The master doesn't wash the feet of, of the slave. The wealthy don't wash the feet of the poor, and on and on and on. Right. But Jesus washes his disciples' feet so and says, do the same. And Peter, Peter, you remember, Corey, is the one who resists. He says, no, 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 stop, don't do it. Peter's always full of himself, right? He says, you can't do that. And Jesus says, Peter, unless you allow me to wash your feet, you can't be part of me. Right, right. So he's, he's, being, he's modeling something. He says, you have no share in me. And Jesus says, I've given you an example. Now you wash each other's feet in the same way. Live in equality, mutuality, reciprocity of God's beloved community. And it's soon after that, 
after that event with washing the feet that Jesus says, a new command I give you. And so he turns the existing world order upside down with this newness, not only upside down, but right side up, God side up. And it reminded me of that when Dr. King said in his letter from a Birmingham yeah. jail, he said, we are bound together in an inescapable, inescapable network of mutuality. Boy, I love that. Wow. Tied in a single garment of destiny. This is the new way of love in Christ, the new way of love in 2022 for all of us as a community. It's not just about me. It's about we. God made us to give and receive, bless and be blessed, to love, be loved, do justice, love mercy, walk humbly with God. So it's not just about me, sisters and brothers. This is the revolution. So Corey, love, as Jesus speaks of it here, is new, and we can be sure of one thing. He would never ask us to do something that was impossible. Right, right. Uh, he models it. He says it's possible for us. He commands us to do it, and that's good news as we set the course for the year ahead to love one another with that same quality of love that he loved us. But Corey, later that night, just a little bit later in John 15, he says something else about love. Perhaps it's something greater even. Talk yeah. about that. I love it, Bob, because you said the command of love is a wonder of love, that this idea uh, that there's a command uh, to love. But you find in John 15 a greater love. And the question becomes, what's greater? What's greater? What's what's greater? And he says, no love greater than this, than one to give his life up for his friend. And I call you friend. That's the greater there's, love. There's a lot there. <laughs> now, the wonder of community, like community is something that emphasizes uh, through the scripture that is important to uh, love each other. But it's nothing great about that. What's, what, you know, he says, love one another. But what's the greatness in that? The community is important to God and created by God uh, because he thought it was important. But I'm not sure if I understand the greater. See, but here it is, Bob. In order to love community, it requires you to love the people. Okay. Okay. Say more about that. Because the idea of loving God, loving the church, and loving people is all interconnected. But we like to divide it. Yeah. I heard people say, I love the church. I love God but I don't love the church. I've heard that too. <laughs> I heard and, people, and I get it. I get it. Right, right, right. I, 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 I love even church, but I don't like them people. Mm-hmm. But it's all interconnected. You, the community, the God, and the people are all connected together. But here, here's the catch. Here's the problem. If the church is made up of the people, Mm-hmm. And we, the people, come to church with pain and trauma, right. and then do? we're called to be the church, then oftentimes we look at each other in the grid of the church through that pain and trauma, oh, okay. and then it impacts what we call love. And we don't like it. Sometimes. And I believe it keeps us from getting to the greater love. You know... Uh, we had a conversation in the elders meeting and it hit me, Bob. It hit me. Oh my goodness, man. It hit me. I discovered (laughs) that the Grinch, he didn't dislike Christmas. He didn't like people. (laughs) 
This is what we talk about at Elvis meetings, by the way. <laughs> the Grinch problem wasn't with Christmas. The Grinch problem was with people. He actually hated the people. And it was because, but look, but listen why. Because I love the story. The reason why is because he had a traumatic experience from people early in his childhood and the trauma that he experienced happened around Christmas time and he threw away people in Christmas. What happened was the, the Grinch threw it all away because of his trauma. And here's my question for us as the church. How many of us have had a traumatic experience with people, then you go in front of people that's in the church, and then you want to throw the church and the people right. away. That's right. That's right. But this is the good news, Lil Gurney. <laughs> I'm so glad God is not like the Grinch. <laughs> he has every reason to be. <laughs> he has every reason. As a matter of fact, if anybody should have threw away Christmas, it should have been Jesus. <laughs> there you but go. good Think about God that. Almighty, y'all, when they, when his closest friend denied him, when the people said crucify him, uh, when Judas betrayed him, Thomas he, doubted him. Thomas Thomas doubted him. He kept going. He kept drawing close. He kept loving his people. He was not the Grinch. He was the grace. <laughs> Good God Almighty. That just came. <laughs> he was not the Grinch. He became the grace. And that's the beauty. That's the greater love. John says no greater love than this than one to give up his life for a friend. And listen, I know, I know you have a problem with the church, I get it. But listen, Jesus gives a beautiful example of who he introduces the church to. He's a perfect example yeah. of the problems we have in the church. The person that he says, upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. The man's name is Peter. In the same conversation, go down a little further, Jesus gets intimate with Peter, has the nerve to tell him something that's deep on his heart. He's sweating, said, the son of man, God must die. He must live and he will raise, be raised from the dead. And Peter has the nerve to pull him to the side and rebuke him for what he said. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the church. That's, that, that's who God says, I'm sacrificing, I'm giving my life for the church. And guess what? Peter wasn't perfect. Peter was the same well, one that denied him. As a matter of fact, at the end, after he resurrected, he had a love conversation. He looked at Peter, even after he denied Peter's head down, he's embarrassed. He says, Peter, do you love me? He says, Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? Listen, church, that love of God keeps pursuing us even when we're in our darkest moment because Jesus Christ is the sacrifice that keeps pursuing us. No greater love than this, than one to give up his life for his friends. So first of all, this greater love is sacrificial, Bob. But here's something else. He calls him a friend. Not a slave, not a doulos, not a master, not a servant. He doesn't call us that. He calls us a friend. Well, in antiquity, if a king was, had friends, it means that person or those people had access mm -hmm. to go oh, into yeah. his personal chambers anytime he wanted to. Right. So talk, everybody, about, talk, talk about access. Yeah, yeah, everybody else wouldn't have access to the king. They, they, there's a whole rule for that. But if you were the king's friend, yeah. you had access access 
And what Jesus is saying is that this sacrifice, this love, not only is a sacrifice, but it gives you access to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. And here it is. If we're called to bring that to the world, we are to be a sacrifice for others. Here it is. But we also need to give people access to our lives. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Because you so, can't do one without the other, can you? You can't do one without the other. See, we want to sacrifice and then have our own little time and, and shut our life up. No. And we see it. We see we that. We see that all yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. But it's sacrifice and access. We just can't go out in the community, go on Pennsylvania Avenue, give resources, but not give access to our lives. Yeah. Yeah. No greater love than And that. the church can't do that either, right? And we live in this time where we're so divided yes. that, we, yeah. that, that, we, that we want to do our service thing, but we don't want to allow folks we don't like. Here it is. <laughs> this coming hot off the press. Reconciliation. <laughs> It's not a sacrifice problem. It's an access problem. Mm, That's mm, coming mm, right off heaven mm, right there. Mm, we got access to each other's lives problem. Right, that's that's right. why we can't reconcile. Will you let people in <laughs> that you don't like? And here's the deal. that When he called us friends, we were still sinners. That's right. When he called us friends, Paul says later in Rome, the book of Romans, while, he, while we were his enemies. While we were his enemies. He enemy. gave his life. He called us friends. Right, right, and he gave right, his life for right. us. Will we do that? Right. Where we give that kind of access right. to our enemies. Right. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's so it. It's right. As you're talking, I'm thinking that so our our happiness mm -hmm. is all mixed up with each other's happiness. Yes. Our peace is all mixed up yeah. with each other's peace. Yeah. And the way things we are right now, that's so difficult yeah. for us. We, yeah. we think it's all compartmentalized, no, like you said. No, and it's not. No. It's all mixed up together. Right. That's, right. that's it. That's right. Well, I don't know, Corey. Few, few would argue that, that Jesus started with, with, with the newness yeah. of his command to love and the greatest, the greater <laughs> the of, greater. of love. New and great. That's our theme today. Yeah. The newness and the greatness of, of his call to love one another. Few would argue that he, he started a revolutionary movement. I look forward to 2022 when as a church, and I love this church, yeah. gosh, um, that we walk together in the newness and greatness of, of his call to love. I think you gave us a vision for 2022. Okay, what's that? Maybe we should look to love in God's newness and the greater love. Maybe yeah. we need to look, the, the, that sacrificial love, that, the, the, the love that gives access to our lives so lives could be transformed. Yeah. Right. Maybe that we can. We we'll can, try that on. Yeah, let's, well, let, well, let's talk about that between now and the new year, no, and then we'll let folks exactly, we'll let folks know. Exactly. But, but that's our challenge to you this morning, Grace City. Um, live and love in the newness and greatness of God's call. Uh, and I know you have it in you. I know you do. I, that's that's why we've loved this church for the last thirteen years. So, um, time to to close this yeah, out. Yeah. Benedictus. Um, pray, why don't you pray for us, and then we'll, we'll yeah. go to our benediction. Father, we thank you so much for. The love of Christ, it's new. It's a new idea because we are to love not according to how people loved us, but we are love according to how you are, as God loved us. Mm -hmm. Not only did you say love, but you called us to remain in you. And we thank you for being able to remain in your love. And we move from remaining to the greater love, that sacrificial love, that love that gives us access to you. 
Now we come to the community and to this world as love, the new love, the greater love to change this world. Your Bible says, be not conformed mm. to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Let us have a mind of love, a heart of love, but more important, the feet of love. And we thank you in advance for all you're doing in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Love you, Grace City. Mm -hmm.